Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world, anyone from professional custodians all the way up to presidential candidates of international countries. My big bodacious dream is to one day interview our top-level leadership in the country that I was blessed to be born in, that people dream about and send their children to, spending lots and lots of money or waiting on wait lists for years and years. The land of the free, the home of the brave, the United States of America. Sometimes I speak on this show on topics spirit-led from my faith system, And if you're born in the United States, or if you weren't, you know that we have the freedom to believe in whatever faith system we believe in without being persecuted from our government and whatnot. Uh, My faith system, I believe in the creator of the universe. And sometimes I get these nudges on my heart to talk on certain topics. And then sometimes I have music that I believe ties in nicely with the topic that the creator has inspired through me to speak to you about. And on days where I talk on topics myself, I don't pre-plan it. Uh, This is something completely impromptu that the divine tells me is important to share with you. And so I was literally uh, writing in my journal after Um, keeping some people accountable that used to be in my circle that are no longer. And the creator said, Aaron, I want you to talk about truth. I'm like, all right, let's do this. So the truth, the truth shall set you free. This is a phrase that I'm sure you've heard of before. What does the truth mean for you? Well, there's this topic that we had learned, I think it was in high school, called tolerance. And uh, it's where you essentially respect other people's belief systems, their ideas of maybe raising their kids, whatnot. If you get so tolerant of other people's belief systems, other people's way of doing life, sometimes that muddies the water and you get unclear of your own values and virtues. The truth never changes. Our idea of this life And the purpose of life is multifaceted. Some people define their purpose, if you will, as getting as much money as they possibly can so that they can live a comfortable life. And if they have children or grandchildren, make sure that their family members, their kids and their grandkids and whatnot, their family legacy, that they have money so they don't have to worry about stress about financial uh, expenses and whatnot. That's what some people's purpose in life is. Some people's purpose is driven to a life of service. 
and they believe the purpose of their life is to help others, whether it be missionary work, whether it be social worker, counselor, teacher, they get fulfillment within themselves when they serve others. I would put myself probably in that category. There are some that believe the purpose of life is is very nature-based, science-based, and you come on this planet for a certain amount of time, and when your time is up and you pass away, the earth transforms your body into nutrients that replenish the soil. The soil then... Um, gets fertilized through your nutrients that have been passed on from your passing of life. And those nutrients get uh, the soil to improve. And then the soil then in turn uh, becomes a fertile ground for plants to grow. And those plants in turn are able to be eaten from animals. And those animals then some humans will hunt and use to gather for food for the winter or food for their families or food for their business and sell it to the grocery stores, right? Uh, So some people's purpose in life, they believe, is uh, we are all interconnected and when we die, that's it. Our body becomes a part of the earth to help the planet in kind of a cycle of life thing. Some people believe their purpose of life is to be a role model to kids, to families, be an example of due diligent work, good ethics and morals, And everything, every decision that they make is based on how will this be perceived from younger people that look up to me. There was a, there was a lady that I want to say was an instructor. Can't remember her role at my university, but It was this organization that she started uh, that made it onto the news in Washington State, and my graduate school was in Oregon. So my partner at the time had pointed it out to me because they had outlined her university that she worked at. She started this organization called Girls on the Run, and there's multiple chapters all over the United States. There might be some international, I'm not sure on that, but it's a It's a really neat program for young girls that are aspiring to get into running. They pair them up with a college age or career age adult female role model, and they help them train for a 5K, which is kilometers. If you're not familiar with that, a 5K is equivalent to like 3.1 miles. And... For young girls, like 8, 9, 10, um, middle school age, like for them that have never ran before, it's a positive introduction into having positive memories around 
jogging, running, and having them pair up with someone that is an endurance uh, athlete. It's a great organization, and the founder of it, and I'm blanking on her name, she is the ultimate example of living a life of role modeling, and that is what she believes is her purpose, is to be that role model, even down to the four-way stop and making sure that she stops completely and doesn't take a turn out of her role because there might be a kid watching and making sure that if she is on her bicycle, that she is acting like a vehicle and makes sure that the person, if you get to the four-way stop at the same time, the person to your left has the right-of-way. And if you're not sure... Um, just let them pass. And that was something that she exemplified to the kids that were in the program because she knew her influence being the leader and she wanted to make sure that every decision she made, she imagined what those kids that might be watching would do if they learned from her to do something out of her ethics and morals, it would not sit right with her. So that was, that's how she identified her purpose and whatnot. When we talk about the truth, capital T, the truth is our compass, our internal knowing of the direction of our life. If you're unsure of your purpose in life, you might need your compass to be calibrated or you might need to do some introspection time alone and ask your deity, whomever that is for you, whether it's Allah, Buddha, nature, science, God, creator, your ancestors, whatever it is that is your compass. Sit down, have some quiet time, maybe get a journal out and ask aloud, what is it that you have planned for me? How can I be of service to my community, to my family, to my children, to my students, to my employees? wherever life has you right now. And sit and be quiet and listen. I guarantee you an answer will be revealed to you. But you have to allow yourself to have that quiet space, that quiet time alone without any interruptions from technology devices, from humans, get in a quiet space, even just for 10 minutes. And if you have a household full of kids and you're listening to the show right now and you're an adult and you can't find a quiet space, you might have to communicate to them that you need some quiet time and that you'll come out when you're ready. 
Uh, I remember one of my one of my business mentors um, when I was in direct sales. Uh, she was one of the top income earners. She had six kids, and she literally she told us her story. She worked a full time job in insurance, but she knew that she was called to do this thing. She also was a personal training coach and uh, married with six kids. And she would hide herself in the closet to do um, one of the, the big formats of growing the business was three-way calls. And she would hide herself in her closet and she would make these phone calls. <laughs> and her kids knew if she was in the closet, that was, that was not a time to knock on the door. Mom will come out when she's ready. Um, now, granted, that wasn't a lone, quiet time. But I say that to say, if you need to get into a quiet space and you're struggling with finding the time, you need to prioritize your quiet time with your deity because if you don't, um, everyone in the world has opinions and needs and they will pull all of your energy and you will not have anything left to give anyone. So if you allow yourself to have that quiet time, Oprah Winfrey calls it um, time to fill up your cup, that is your most important job, is to have that quiet space every single day. Some people need more quiet time to fill their cup. Some people need less. Whatever it is that you need, maybe you need more on certain times of the year or certain seasons of your life. I know right now, for me, I need more quiet time and I'm so grateful that the creator has provided a space for me to have that and in my quiet time that's when I get things revealed to me prophecies music therapy ideas all kinds of things The truth in my belief system is love. The ultimate truth never changes. The truth is my deity and the most important aspect of being a role model and following my belief system time and time again is in the scriptures stated to love others. To love others as you love yourself. To love the creator more than anyone else and to not have any idols. That's cell phones, that's celebrities, that's pursuit of money or physical objects. When you put your deity as first place, everything else falls into place in the perfect time.
the truth never changes. You just get more details. The deeper you search and seek for wisdom within your faith system or other faith systems. And unity is a part of love. There's this terminology in the music space. When you sing in unity, there's... um, And I'm trying to remember the term. There's this supernatural thing that occurs in music that can be heard when people sing in unison, where they sing, where everyone sings the same note. And I can't remember what the terminology is, but you hear almost like octaves above the note. It's the same pitch, but it might be an octave or two or three above. I believe that's when uh, multiple dimensions get connected all at the same time. Music is such a powerful way to bring people together. If the lyrics are used in a way that magnifies light, My brother and I, when we were younger, we were talking about, I might have been in high school, I think, and he was just starting to get into the pursuit of professional music. And we were were discussing the kinds of music that we would release. And I told him, I said out straight up, I said, I will not ever pursue a life of music unless my music is used for good. And he kind of laughed at me. He's like, okay, yeah. Good luck with that, sis. If you're in the music industry, they have control over what you release. Not the case. Not the case for me. Because I am not under the surrender of money and possessions. No one has any dangling carrots over me. I've released music in multiple genres through the power of this podcasting platform, I'm so incredibly grateful for whoever created podcasting in the first place to be ranked in the top 10% of all podcast shows in the world. And I was intentional. I was intentional about being a role model like like the Girls on the Run 5K founder for music. Because I put my deity as first place. I choose to do that. And I made a decision when I was a young girl that I would not use music. I would not allow myself to be controlled by the music industry and to be manipulated by anyone to release their desires of music. And that is why I believe I have been especially attacked, both in business and personally, uh, because there is a lot of money in the music industry. 
And where there is money, there is power and influence. And when people are focused on money, power, and influence that have and choose to act in darkness, they want to snuff the light out of those that are intentionally trying to spread more light without the means of monetary gains. I'm not against making money in the music industry. I believe it will happen when the creator says the timing is right. Uh, But in 2020, there was a supposed songwriter that has been a part of multiple songs that have earned Grammys. She reached out to me to write a song to help me finish a song that I had started. I did not think about making money with the song. I wanted to write a song for the International Day of Mental Health, which is in October of every year. I thought it would be perfectly timed in 2020 with all the pandemic stuff going on and something fun for me to do. Um, And when I went through digital attack and had a bad uh, breakup when I was trying to get some help for someone that was psychologically not sound and acted in plans of killing his own mother. Tried to get him mental health services immediately um, with a non-emergency 911 call, but they through our system and during the pandemic automatically transferred it to a recorded line and those police I believe got very upset at this man this adult man that would desire to hurt a woman and and his own mother um, who's an elderly person um, and they erased that phone call so that told me that they knew they messed up And when I had to get into safe housing, this woman decided that that was the time while I was dealing with identity theft and dealing with other people's mistakes that she was threatening to steal 100% of the rights to the song we had written together. I was about to give her the rights to the song. I was seconds away from sending the email response back with her bullying tactics because I was getting attacked from all corners, but the creator of the universe doesn't like bullies. And literally, as I was about to click send, a knock on the door happened. And this homeless veteran that had befriended me invited me to church. And uh, she started yelling at this point on the phone. I had opened the door. He could hear her yelling through the phone and was like, hang up the phone. And it didn't make sense for me why she was acting this way because weeks before, she was so excited to help get me funding for my business and had me share my heart and my story with her husband 
who is in the construction business building hospitals, medical facilities in California. She said, Aaron, we have access to all the money in the world. You have nothing to worry about. Got me to write out this Excel spreadsheet of all my business plans. But when I was in safe housing, her personality completely changed. She wanted 100% rights to the song, and she yelled at me asking why I didn't get myself hospitalized. I didn't understand why she was asking for me to get hospitalized, but two years later it all makes sense because she was privy to a lot of inside knowledge from political games, and they had added a position. They're going to announce it at some point. I'm not sure when, but she shared with me that there is this position being added in the United States and all over the world to countries that are considered like maybe first world that have a little bit more money to do things like this. Global ambassadorship for mental health. They're adding a position, and I was in the nomination. I didn't ask to be put in this nomination, but when you do lean in towards the truth, when you do as the creator has designed for you to live your life, supernatural things happen. People start elevating you in positions. People even outside of your faith system will start helping you and they might not even know why they're helping you. There was so much momentum and growth within my brand in such a short amount of time. That was less than two years at that point in 2020. Now we're only like four years in. And I have this realization that initially she wanted to be on Team Erin and conned herself in my team, my circle of trust over the course of a year. But... She made a decision to go with another person that's in the nominations um, and tried to steal all of my business intellectual plans, my property. Um, she hired a person that I had connected her to that is a mercenary for the United States contract, paid contractor that was the president of this defunded organization. Um, But this homeless veteran protected me in 2020, and I honored his, his sacrifice because he told me that he dearly and deeply loved me and he couldn't stop dreaming about me being his wife. And so this year I decided to say yes to his proposal because I knew that we were spiritually aligned and I knew that he would help make me an even better human being. And although she paid this lump sum payment of 850 acres or thereabouts to this mercenary 
I forgive her and I forgive him for taking the payment because had it not been for them, I never would have met my husband. And although my husband and I are separated right now because of these continued political games, they did, you better believe they did not like the fact that we got married this year because that shifted everything in my favor. But the creator of the universe has called me to do this thing. Whether or not I get the nomination or this role, I will continue to do it with or without monetary reasons because I don't do it for the focus of money and possessions. No one has a carrot over my head dangling treats for me and trying to manipulate me. I will never be manipulated or controlled by anyone because the creator of the universe has called me his child. And you have that same power within you, that truth within you. You have to ask yourself, on a daily basis and have that quiet time. What is it? What is it, Creator? What is it, Allah? What is it, Buddha? Whatever your faith system is, what is it that you desire for me to do with this life I have been given? And they say in, uh, I'm not a aeronautical or a what do you call it, the NASA people? I'm not, I'm not an expert in those things, but they talk about the rocket ships, and when they get sent to the moon, they have to recalibrate because if they kept the same course uh, because of how the Earth rotates and how everything in space kind of moves a little bit, they have to recalibrate, readjust the GPS, if you will. It might be called something else, but I'm trying to keep it simple so you can understand it because that's how I understand things. Keep it simple. Kiss principle. If... You don't check in with your creator every single day and recalibrate if you get off course. How will you know that you're still in alignment with your purpose and plan? You have to allow yourself at minimum 10 minutes a day. Quiet time to fill your cup. If you have more time, great. Do it. That time with your deity is your recalibration. The truth never changes. But we do. We change and grow every single day. Hopefully we're growing into greater, more compassionate, kind, powerful, confident, intelligent human beings every single day. You also have the opportunity to grow into a more angry, evil, jealous, controlling person every single day. You get to decide what you feed in your mind, what you allow yourself to become more of, who you choose to associate with, what you allow to be plugged into your mind, what are you watching, what are you listening to. Where are you working? Is your workplace, if you have a job, 
Is your workplace a place that you would be proud of to train and teach your children and grandchildren about? Or is your workplace adding to the darkness in the world? The truth never changes. We get the opportunity to get closer and closer in alignment with with the truth. However you define that. I define my truth as as goodness, kindness, patience, self-control. And I don't know it all yet. And I don't ever desire to know it all. I desire to continue to be better today than I was yesterday. And to share with others how to be better versions of themselves because that's what we're called to do is to be lights on a hill set apart. And if I'm ever out of calibration and I'm not aware of it, I would hope that my close circle of real friends, like the man, the homeless man that knocked on my door right in that perfect moment, to help me protect myself from being bullied that now is my husband, my hero of 2020. I would hope that people would kindly let me know if I ever get out of calibration. It's called accountability, checks and balances. Everything in life is fixable. If you've made mistakes, own up to them, apologize, and take whatever the consequences are. Thank you so much for listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. We hope that this show added value to you today. We hope that it inspired you to live a greater life today than uh, you had perhaps yesterday and to teach someone in your community. Uh, Whatever stood out most to you, if you wouldn't mind taking a screenshot of that part, write a couple sentences and share it on your favorite social media channels and maybe text it to a friend or two that you're caring about right now and you're maybe concerned about that they're out of alignment of their their purpose in life. Uh, We do have the listening room competition if we are allowed to and the creator gives us permission again to line that back up um, our first invites will go out around the 10,000 download mark you can check from a computer or laptop 24 7 uh, see how many downloads we have going to the movehappy.podbean.com that's t-h-e-m-o-v-e-h-a-p-p-y.p-o-d-b-e-a-n.com see where we're at with that and uh, join this uh, this private exclusive party where you get to hear from music from myself, original music, and um, I'll be inviting some of my musician friends as well. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. Oh, and if you're a veteran spouse like me and you're missing your, your hubby or your wifey, whoever's overseas, do something right now. Decide what project, what creation you're going to work on to keep your mind on healthy, positive things. And then you'll have something great to share with them when they come back to you. Or maybe to mail to them to help keep their minds in positive places. 
All right. Peace out, guys. See you next time.